The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm, as always, Alex, and I would just like to say that last week, uh, my audio was bad. I don't know what happened. I did have my microphone, but Discord did not pick up my microphone. It instead picked up my console um, audio. So last week, I sounded very bad, which annoyed me greatly because I thought last week was actually a decent episode. And then the audio is bad. So um, in comparison to all of our other ones, they're they're very not decent. In fact, they're quite bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, this, is, this is a terrible show. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Stop listening now, please don't. Yeah, me and Dylan, we couldn't manage a, tar- a target. Like it's it's just it wouldn't work. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. We're we're really just dumb fucks, right? You know. <laughs> Happy Labor Day, by the way. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I was I was gonna make I was gonna make a, a bit. You didn't even introduce me. I'm I'm Dylan Murray. Hello, everybody. Um, I was going to make a bit about how the biggest news of the weekend is Necro Butcher coming back because we both tweeted about that. Nobody else even recognized that as a thing. Uh, but me and you, completely devoid of each other, were both like, "Hey, what the fuck? Doesn't he have hepatitis? <laughs> He's doing death matches again. I don't know about that." Uh, but yeah, crazy week. Crazy week. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm almost worried people aren't going to care about stardom because they're too busy talking about CM Punk. And I'm just like, this is exactly who CM Punk is. 
did you not expect this? <laughs> did you not think there was a reason everybody minute, hated him in the other the company? The minute I found out that dude was from Lockport, I knew something was wrong. I knew yeah. something was up. And exactly. I mean, he's a liar. Like, you can't trust yeah. him. He's not even a real Chicagoan. Like, it's, you know, it's really bad. We were born uh, in the same hospital, though. Oh, really? I found that out last week, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, um... On from AEW infighting, because I really couldn't care less, um, Dylan and I are going to have some infighting, because <laughs> Stardom Today announced that on Stardom and Showcase Volume 2, we're going to have Cosmic Rule Match 2, three-way, the end of summer. It is Tam Nakano and Natsupoi versus Minishirakawa and Unagi Sayaka versus Saki and Hikari Shimizu. So, Galaxy Punch... One of my favorite tag teams in Joshi. Finally making their two-on-two debut in stardom. And it is in the Cosmic Rules. <laughs> this is a massive fuck you to me and me alone. What do you, what do you know about them Them Cosmic Rules, brother? What do you know about them? Um, is it acceptable if I just don't watch this? Because... I could know- talk about it. Yeah, because you, you know me very well. When I don't like something, I stop watching it. <laughs> like yeah. I don't like New Japan, so I haven't watched New Japan in forever. I don't like AEW, so I've mostly hand waved it. You know, I cherry pick AEW. Uh, I do like NXT Level Up, so I watch NXT Level Up. You know, where my girls Tate and Baxley. Yeah, brain you know? rot. That's yeah. Listen, all right. Yeah. If you want to miss out on the best women's wrestling in America, that is on you. I, for one, am happy to see Valentina Farage every week. So you're just saying you. words like these. These mean nothing to me. <laughs> Like it's it's great because I could I could just make something up and nobody would be able to tell you, yeah, me that I'm that, wrong. Like 100%. I could be lying. Like these people could you, be completely fake and nobody would know. You can tell me that fucking Elmo fought Oscar the Grouch and I would just be like, yeah, okay, but yeah. like, go go off. I don't care. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, but yeah, generally I just I tend to not watch things that I know I'm not gonna like. So I think I'm just not gonna watch Cosmic Rules and just let that be that. So, Wait, who's um, Natsupoi's partner? Tam. So not so it's all of them. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. I th- I think I think I, there is reason to be concerned because uh, you know how wrestling the entire like tenant of it is that you have to one up yourself every time. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe there's reason for concern this time. Yes. But also, cosmic rules, brother. Yeah, they I rule. Guess. It's like Odoyo rules, but it's, so it's you can watch it and you can feel things that you've never felt before, or whatever it was you said the last. That's time. not what I said. Why do you make it weirder <laughs> than it was? Like I, it was weird, but it wasn't that weird. Come on now. I couldn't remember what you said. I don't know. It made you feel things. Is that what you said? Yeah, because that's the entire time. Right. So okay. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. You We're can watch this again. and you can feel things, and I will not watch it and be happy. So. I'm going to be happy with pro wrestling. I'm never happy with pro wrestling, unless it's a Cosmic Girls match, so I'm excited. Oh my god. <laughs> um, they have hinted at another match for Stardom and Showcase. Uh, they released a video today with uh, Julia, Mai, and Saya And it seems like Mai really enjoys whipping people now. Well, no. And so she she like whipped Ida with a resistance band, and then Ida did lots of press-ups. So... I assume my Sakurai and Ida are going to do something involving whips. 
because I guess my Sakurai is a dominatrix now that she's teamed with Linda once. Um, so that's also maybe happening. That was the gist I got from the video. I don't really know. But it seems to me like Saida gets a bit of a power boost when she's hit with these things. And yeah. uh, my Sakurai enjoys hitting people with the things. So... That is a really funny thing, is that it's like, whenever there's something that, like, you don't want to, like, like, you just kind of want to, like, walk over and be like, okay, let's pretend that didn't happen. They're like, nah, nah, we're going to make sure you, you remember this. You're going to, we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> like, with the whip thing, it was like, that was a bit odd, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure this was like a, a one-off for Linda. Maybe she'll come back once or twice or whatever. And it's like, nah, this is, we we continuing this later this month. It's like, you, mm-hmm. you ain't escaping. So, yeah, uh, Ida's... Ida's a bit, you know. Ida, Ida's just doing her thing. I don't, I don't shame. I don't, I don't okay. shame here. All right, sure thing. Um, when we asked for deathmatch, my Sakurai, we meant this more. Is not what we were talking about. Yeah, we meant more like freedoms deathmatch and not defix. Uh, no, that's this is sla- that is slander to defix. They they were way better than that. Um, no, this is more like uh, what what's that? Is it PPP? Yo, PPP yeah, Tokyo? PPP Tokyo, yeah. Well, yeah, they don't that, do that. They're 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 different. They they got they got the dominatrix though. Weren't they started they? by a porn company? Well, they I don't know because <laughs> uh, they Chanyota is like they're basically their women's division, and she is an adult film star. Um, but they have got a new girl who's like a muscle a, a muscle waitress or something. Oh, yeah, a trans I, I muscle waitress. Um, oh, so that's that, based. that is a very interesting company, um, but I don't think they do this. I think that might have just been Natsu being weird because Natsu is that is Natsu's whole. That's bag. Natsu, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know what to compare this to. Maybe like bad era AJW when they had like terrible heel factions because there was a few of those. Yeah, yeah, there was. The zaps, the fucking zaps. <laughs> Dude, you, the 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 second you bring up zaps, it's over. It will become a two-hour episode. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. We shouldn't do we that. We need to not talk about that. No, um, and I think that's all the news from Stardom. It's been a quiet week for for yes. them uh, on all fronts. There's I mean, no. W- one point is that the other Bushi Road company did begin uh, crowd crowds. Yes. Uh, this week, and it, it went off without a hitch. Apparently, um, it sounded really dope. Um, all of the all of the House of Torture fans were like, "Yeah, they're getting booed." See, I wasn't wrong, and I'm just like, it "Still means I'm not going to watch." Um, mm. But you know, it, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that they are are getting you know lively crowds. I'm sure that's probably a good indicator for stardom. But at the same time, at this point, I feel like they're just never going to uh, have cheer crowds ever again in stardom because they haven't even like brought up the point at all like in even like passing conversations <laughs> yeah it's um it, it doesn't seem like it's on the horizon for stardom at all which is kind it's of just weird i don't know like i guess i don't think it's necessary because stardom's doing fine without it because new japan was just... like new japan was suffering with their crowds yeah. but stardom is is mostly fine uh, i don't know if i would agree 
Well, I don't know. I enjoy the matches without I, people cheering. Well, it's I don't know anybody in stardom who would get Naito chants that would like require the crowd to be able to chant like that. Maybe Mirai at a push, but we don't even know if she's that over. But that, that's what I mean. I mean, like, the, the House of Torture thing brings up a good point. It's like, we don't know who's over. We talked about this a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. We don't yeah. know who anybody gives a fuck about. Like, Oedo Tai could be the most the most overheel group in professional wrestling right now. They aren't, mm-hmm. but they could be if they were, if there was chance, right? Because yeah. that's how you really know. Um, and we don't know right now. I think that kind of brought it up for me because I agree that I not like, I think stardom of all of the companies doesn't really suffer without having uh, cheer crowds. Like sometimes they do, but it's usually pretty okay. Um, but when I watched some of that New Japan show, I was like, damn, they're definitely, they need like a barometer better than they've been having, uh, in my opinion. And I think that kind of reminded me that it's like, oh yeah, uh, cheering is very vital to pro wrestling. So I think this is just another thing that like Storm's like, ah, we don't really care. And it's like, well, you probably should. Um, it's like, yeah, but we don't, uh, much like pretty much everything else that they do. So. Yeah. You know, it'll happen when it happens, but I hope that it's a good sign. Um, also, shout out Shane Haste. He was in the main event. And oh, yeah. Is is New Japan continuing it, or was it just those two? Because I haven't kept up with anything. Like, are they I'm is not it cheering sure. full-time now? Because I'm pretty sure. I thought it was just a test run. It might have been. I mean, it was in Cork and Hall, mm. uh, which is, like, not necessarily the safest place to do it, but it's, like, it's their home ground, so it's smart to do it there but before anywhere else. Um, so I'm not 100% sure. I haven't been keeping up that well. I just saw it and I watched a couple of the matches. I was like, damn, I actually enjoyed like the matches I saw. And that, that was crazy. Wow. New Japan is enjoyable. Holy cow. (laughs) I wonder if, I wonder if, you know, tickets don't sell well enough if they would do cheering at the GP final, because I don't like, that's a 10,000 seat building. Like maybe if you're only selling two three thousand tickets you'd be allowed to do cheering but i don't know how that works like i don't know how the rules work there but yeah and also japan as we've as we've mentioned before japan's kind of weird with covid because like they're very Mm. up and down like sometimes it looks like oh they're gonna go into another state of emergency and sometimes it's like oh yeah they're fine um like within like a two-week difference right like they they're kind of up like really really sporadic with their covid numbers still so you never really know I suppose that will uh, remain to be seen. I'm just thinking that if it if it might be a capacity thing, like is it where yeah. if you don't if you agree to not sell over a certain amount of tickets, are you allowed to do cheering? So they might do that for the GP final because you're not selling ten thousand tickets for the GP final. If they did, that would be like huge because that's their biggest show ever by a lot. Um, but, you know, if you're only on course to sell two or three thousand, maybe you do allow cheering i don't really know but again I, I, okay hurts, so but maybe they new japan into it i think it is i think it is capacity because new japan has exactly 700 attendees to the corkin show oh um, right so i imagine that the cap is a hard 700 for what is that like a 1400 capacity mm-hmm. um so i guess i i think that would probably make sense that's like about 50 percent uh for those okay. types of buildings again this is all speculation uh we are not uh you know Japanese COVID, uh, you know, experts, but yeah, they they capped it at seven hundred of a fourteen hundred building. So, 
That's something that could pop up if yeah. tickets aren't selling well for that GP final show, and they just say, "Hey, let's let's do cheering." Or maybe that might not work. I don't know. Is that venue in Tokyo? I assume it is. I think it is because it was for the Olympics. So I assume it would yeah, be. Yeah, I yeah. think I don't remember. All right, yeah. Well, we have to wait and see. But I would I would just keep that date maybe in mind as a possible a possibility. But I wouldn't. Um, it isn't. I wouldn't Tokyo. expect it. Okay, that's grand. Um, they definitely won't do it for a star crossover because that's that's probably selling out. I would imagine. So um, I wouldn't. So, I wouldn't. Cool. Yeah, it would be. Cool. Um, with that, I think that's all of the news and all of the discussions to be had. So we will get on to the review section. Uh, this yep. will probably be a shorter review than usual because this this weekend was the first weekend of the tournament where. Everybody was going at like max seventy five percent. Like this is the lull that you expect these tournaments to hit. It just took Stardom a month to hit it, which is is pretty crazy. Um, but it was bound to happen eventually. You know, like everybody was yeah. kind of leaving a lot on the table. So I don't the think show where nothing happened. Life. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and the first show to review was on September third in Takamatsu. This is the uh, Takamatsu General Gymnasium. They did 556 fans, which Stardom has labeled a sellout. Um, in the opener, we had a four-way match. Momokogo beat Mirai, Natsupoi, and Waka Skiyama when uh, Momokogo pinned Waka in just over eight and a half minutes. Um, Momokogo did? Yeah. I, that makes this... I, I don't know this for sure, and I'm sure it's happened before because you know it's been the five-star for a while. Gotta be one of the first times in history um, that all three members of uh, God's Eye had a match and lost. Wow. Like, had their own match and lost all of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's probably happened. I'm just, like, not remembering right, because it's been a long tournament already. But it feels like this is, like, a pretty... Like, because they didn't lose at all before Mm -hmm. the tournament. Um. So unless there was like a day where everything kind of corresponded with each other, I don't think, I, yeah, I, I don't think that's happened before. That's crazy. All right. Um, I don't know about you, but I haven't been watching the non-GP matches. Um, oh yeah, no. I just yeah. can't bring myself to do it. So um, sorry. I mean, that, that's how I am with that's how I am with everything. Unless I watch a tournament live, I do not watch mm. non-tournament matches. Yeah, there's just no point. Like it's there's not really much going on. Um. So the match after that was with Saeed and Hazuki beating Momotanabe and Raka of a way to tie. Hazuki uh, pinned Raka with a diving senton in just under eight minutes and again didn't watch. Um, first uh, GP match then was Mai Sakurai beating Himeka in Red Star's block action in just over eight minutes with the MPR. Uh, Mai Sakurai with this win goes up to eight points and Himeka is on ten. Um, so, so Alex... Um... Widescreen brought this to my attention okay. that Mai stole Tekla's points and Momokogo stole Mai's points. Because remember at the beginning of the tournament, before Tekla was announced to be gone, we were like, yeah, Mai Sakurai takes that off of, uh, off of Saki. And that's the main one that she gets. Um, and as it stands, spoiler alert for the next show, uh, Komomo has two points and it's over Saki. So I think that's kind of what happened. Because obviously, officially, uh, Momokogo took Tekla's spot, but I think Mai Sakurai is getting 
the tackle points. I don't think she was supposed to get all these points, but they just put her in there because uh, they value her more than Momokogo, which is, you know, that's their prerogative. But yeah, so that that kind of when I when he texted me that I was like, you know what, this is all starting to make more sense because like this, I would have been quite upset at this. I'd be like, what the why? Why did this just happen? But, you know, in that context, it makes a bit of sense. Hmm. I hadn't really noticed. I kind of just expected Mai to do well anyway because she's got a roll-up finish she, and they like her. So Alex, she is she is tied with Utami right now. Like yeah, I expect her to do well, but I didn't expect her matches. to do this well. I feel like Utami's only wrestled like five times at most. Like you know, Mai's wrestled mm-hmm. a lot more. Utami's wrestled six, yeah. Yeah. Like I I, I wouldn't. Um, like they like my Sakurai. I don't know what what else you would expect. She's four and four. She's like perfectly even. She's a mid card wrestler. It's, it's how it goes. Um, the match itself, I enjoyed because Himeka was teeing off on Mai, which is always good. Uh, Himeka doesn't do that enough, but when she does, it's really good to see with the forearms. Um, I remember one of the first good Mai matches actually was against Himeka. I remember when we were both like, "Holy shit, my Sakurai is great." Um, and they had a lot of that same energy here. So if you liked their match last time, you're going to like this one because Maya's improved a decent bit. Um, the best part of the match was 100% Julia and Micah pointing and laughing yeah, at, at, at Himeka for losing. Like They took so much joy in, in Himeka losing. And uh, that's we love DDM. They they ate each other. It's so fun. Dude. And yeah, Himeka was like, because like, after the match... My Sakurai went to like shake her hand, and Himeka looked like she was just gonna like eat her, like just like completely, just like demolish her, just like kill her as she stood. And she just shook her hand and walked away. She's like, "God damn it, we're in the same group. <laughs> if we weren't, I would have killed you right now." Yes, no, that's uh, that is fair. But you know what? Every, we, that's a make DDM. DDM is uh, that is DDM though, because they do kind of dislike each other, but they're also besties. And you know what? Sometimes you have to you know, glare at your bestie a little bit, so. Yeah. Um, the next match down on the show was Blue Stars block action. Starlight Kid beats Ami Sore in just over seven minutes with the Momo Latch. Uh, Kid goes up to six points with that win, and Ami stays on eight. Uh, this was fine. I thought this was one of the first, like, totally bland whatever matches of the GP. Like, I just had no real takeaway from it. Yeah, I was like, oh, like I liked some of the moves Ami did, but yeah, I couldn't tell you any of them. I just remember, oh yeah, she did some cool moves and Kid sold it decently. Like she didn't fuck it up. Nothing was fucked up. It was just it didn't. If this match, if you told me this match didn't happen, I would one hundred percent believe you. I watched it last night, and I would one hundred percent believe you. <laughs> that is fair. Yeah, it was very, very unmemorable. Not a lot to to hook you in, which kind of yeah. is uh, was a bit of a theme of the these two shows. Um, the next match was Red Stars block action. Uh, Saki Kashima beat Tam Nakano in just over six minutes. Uh, I believe I assume it's with the revival. It doesn't list it here. Uh, Saki Saki goes up to six points with that win, and Tam stays on six. And again, this was pretty standard. Uh, Saki and Tam didn't uh, play off of their their prior history all that much. They just kind of had a a standard Saki heel match, really. Um, and then she won. Saki is bizarre. Yes. I just want to say that. Because, like, like, obviously I have the whole, like, the whole get-up of, like, the spreadsheet for the for the five-star. She is the only person to have wrestled 
eight matches where five of them I thought were not good. Mm -hmm. But because of that Shuri match and because of like one or two matches in between there, she just like is up there. Like she's like around the midpoint of the entire field just because randomly she'll have the most insanely good match. But otherwise she just heals until she either wins or loses and it's nothing. And it's just such a strange like divide there. Because it was the same with, like, and I bring this match up a lot, but it was, like, the same in the in the Cinderella, where she was just, like, she's having, like, pretty bad matches, and then she wrestled Mirai, and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, I forgot that Saki moves like this, right? You know, Sa- same with back in the day with the Mayu match. Like, she just has those matches where you're just, like, oh, yeah, she's incredible sometimes. But if you get her on, like, just a normal, random you know, any day of the week, it's, it's, it's not, it's not always great. Let me put it like that. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've watched enough stardom now to know what Saki is. And that is uh, somebody who will happily take the night off if she feels like she doesn't have to try. Um, yeah. But somebody who can rise to the occasion in an absurd way. Like she is either t-shirt naito or she is tokyo dome naito like there's there's no in between no in between sakakashima it's it's insane um and you know most of our matches in this tournament have kind of been lower on the card and on on smaller shows so i don't really blame her for for taking the night off really and uh no not at all you know her and tam aren't exactly gonna go balls to the wall here heard from the bottom in uh in takamatsu so it just just kind of is what it is um the next match then was a Blue Stars block match. It was Julia beating my or Mina Shirakawa in just under nine minutes. Uh, Julia goes up to ten points with that win, and Mina Shirakawa is on four. I had kind of high expectations for this because it was Julia versus a Cosmic Angel, and I was kind of interested to see how they play off that. And Mina but... can kind of throw some stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like Mina Mina's can be badass when she wants to be. Um but then they just kinda did a lot of knee work and they kinda did a standard yeah. Julia finish then. Uh Mina did throw some kicks, I, which was cool. Yeah. And uh I thought the figure four spot was cute, but yeah. it kinda just kept going. And I was like, Oh, this is the match. Like this isn't a spot. Mm-hmm. This is just this is just like four or five minutes of the match, okay. Um because the spot, obviously, she she got Julia in a figure four, rolled out of the ring, rolled her deep into the crowd with a figure four, up until, like, 17. Then she kicked her and ran back to the ring, and Julia had to, like, you know, scuttle back to the ring. And it was like, oh, that was, like, a really interesting, cool, uh, like I said, cute spot. But then, like, as soon as Julia got back in the ring, Mina just sat in the figure four again. Like, she's got her back in a figure four and sat in it for a minute. I was like, oh, I thought we were going to, like, move on and do some more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this match is where I was like, you know what? I think they're doing some decent work, but a mix of tournament fatigue for me and tournament fatigue for the wrestlers just made it so it was just like I don't, I don't get much from this. You know what I mean? Because I did yeah. fine work, but I was just like, I'm not invested. They don't feel invested. I don't think anybody's, you know. I don't think anybody's enjoying this that much. I think it's a fine match. They did fine work, but it was just, you know, hard to get into, I guess. Yeah, which is all right, because, I mean, you don't always need to go crazy. Um, And this was fine for what it was, you know. 
Um, but definitely once they started working over the leg, it was kind of like, all right, that's that's what we're in for here. Um, but it was good, you know. Obviously, it's like they're not bad wrestlers or anything. So, or at least GP Mina isn't a bad wrestler. So, you know, yeah, you have to preface that's that. Renaissance. Julia went with the backdrop driver, which is yeah. her new thing now, I guess. Similar to how Sai has been pulling out the Firebird, um, Julia has been pulling out the backdrop driver more. GP is just like, all right, I'm gonna hit, a, I'm gonna start hitting a move and winning with it, and then we're just gonna forget that happened. So, um, yeah, I, I look forward to uh, the Star Crusher being a finisher again in like two months' time. <laughs> um, Speaking of finishers, though, and somebody who's very clever, uh, we had Red yes. Star's block action. It was Micah beating Siri in 14 and a half minutes. Uh, with this win, Micah goes up to 10 points, and Siri stays on 6. So, as you had pointed out last week, uh, Micah does like a spin into the Mishinoku driver now, and she hit that again against Siri here. Yeah. And I like how she does it, because she hits her normal Mishinoku driver, doesn't let them kick out, she just says, I simply will drop you on your head again. So the spinning variant of the Mishinoku driver is basically like a, a super finisher almost where you're not going to kick out But she doesn't need that. it. That's the great thing is that she, she literally, nobody has kicked out of the Mishinoku driver yet. Yeah. Still, like the regular one. And mm-hmm. I, I love, like, she's such a Scott Hall with it. Um, or I guess, I guess Scott Hall would be a bad example because he like literally never hit it except for when he would win. Um. I don't know. I don't know who's like a good comparison, but she's so smart with it because she hit the Michinoku driver three times in this match. Um, the first I loved the most because Sherry was getting this big head of steam. She was really fucking Micah up. She was just going crazy, and then she rebounded off the ropes. Micah just got her with like a flash Michinoku driver, mm-hmm. and Sherry was out. But so was Micah. So like, but after that, Sherry barely got a single lick in on Micah. Like I think they did the head spot the headbutt spot, and then Micah just took full control. So, like, she beat her with the first Michinoku driver. <laughs> like, that was when Micah, like, had the thing won, basically. And then, but she couldn't take advantage. And then she kept beating her up. Then she hit two in a row, one of them being the twisting one, and then one. Still, none of them got kicked out of, even by the most protected wrestler in the company. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I think that that's, like, beautiful. That's such a great way to do it. I talked about it last week. Uh, I think last week's match with, with Utami was better for Micah, but I do think that this just continues to further prove that Micah is like really smart uh, when it comes to how she uses the Michinoku driver specifically. And I really like how she how she kind of layers it in. She throws in the twist, and I'm just like, oh, that's that's clean. That's clean. No, it looks really good. Um, and Micah, yeah. Micah is somebody who excels in tournaments. Like we, we copped that very early on. Even when we just started the show and we're very bad at this, we were like, oh, Micah is a tournament wrestler. That is her, that is her spot, you know, and she's, she's really excelled at it. And, um, you know, this year now she has wins over Tammy and Siri because that's her, that's her level. She's always going to be in and around that point. Um, whether or not they've, pull the trigger on, on a big push eventually who knows i assume they will but she's always going to be at the level of somebody who can beat the kind of the top names in these tournaments um you know them not pairing her up with zack saber jr is kind of bizarre for the crossover now that i think about it because they are both very with, similar they're yeah yeah um and like i mean they both have the the taka stamp of approval mm-hmm. uh that's like a big part of their careers in their respective companies right now is that back in the day 
Tanaka, you know, said they're they're the best wrestlers of their respective genders. Um, and yeah, I'm just I was just thinking about that. It's like, damn, this is like the Zack Driver, the Zack Driver and the Michinoku Driver. They literally they have the same finisher. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I always that's one thing that like made me really like Zack Saber Jr. is just like his expertise in like the tournament setting and how like well he kind of made it work for him even though he would never win them uh well he would win the new japan cup but you get what i mean uh and i like that micah's kind of doing the same thing because i think she also kind of has that kind of vibe that she could do that and excel in it yeah and i mean if, if any of the big names ever got poached or anything like she's she's somebody who would slot in easily to, to one of those top spots so they, they do kind of keep her at a certain level um but this match was a lot more in line with what I expected from Utami versus Micah, where he started slow and kind of built up slowly into the finishing stretch where things, you know, went hard. I'm like serious kicks. Because um, she was she was kicking the shit out of Micah for a little bit there. And, um, you know, we know how good Micah is when she starts just dropping people. So that was also pretty fun. But, you know, obviously the slow start kind of takes takes a bit to get into. Um, so I wouldn't say this was a great match, but it was very good, you know? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I also want to mention that after the finish, uh, Micah pinned Shuri, and then they immediately hugged. Because, say it with me, y'all, God's Eye and DDM are the same fucking faction. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Is that, if we ever get merch, that is that is going to be on the thing i think that's... no it's, it's just yeah it's just gonna be a picture of like ddm and guys i just hanging out at, like a bar like just like yeah that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> say like like there's no difference yeah dd god's eye or some shit like it's yeah, yeah. um main event... women of the god or so, yeah women of women god, of god. <laughs> women of god. <laughs> they are the women of god that's true oh my god all right okay um the main event then of this show was a Blue Stars block match. Saya Kamatani beat Mayu Iwatani in just under nine and a half minutes with a Frankensteiner. Uh, Saya goes up to ten points with that win, and Mayu is on eight. Um, this is one of those that it was well, the first time in the tournament where the time limit was working against them because this only went just under ten minutes, and it felt like it was just getting going, and it ended. You know. Like, these two have another three levels left in them to what we saw here. And yet what we saw was very good. You know, I would say that they did have a, a very good match, but it was very clear that it left everything on the table, basically. Yeah, I, that's kind of what I got from that, because I was like, oh, this is like a good match. But then at the same time, like, five minutes later, I was like, I didn't really get a lot out of it, though. Like, I got, like, they were good. They did good wrestling things because they're good wrestlers. But I was just like... I can't tell you like how much like what I what I got out of it. It was just like them doing some good stuff, I guess. You know, what I mean, it's it's weird. They definitely left a lot standing. This is their third match together. Uh, I I forgot the last two. I didn't know they had two. Yeah, um, one of them was right after I debuted, and then one of them was ah. in one of the five stars. Okay, interesting. Was that the first five star that I was in? Because that was probably a yeah. bad match. Okay, yeah. I still got oh, yeah, flashbacks that to that to that GP. We were so hard on Saya, but she just wasn't ready. She like, was bad. Yeah, yeah, that was that was rough. She really wasn't ready for it. But you know, here here we are now, and I'm calling her the best women's she wrestler in the world stardom. every month. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so that's that's fun um and that was that show nothing really amazing um we, we forgot to do it last week but after this show was your top three matches of the tournament any different nope azumi oh. shuri hazuki saya julia hazuki same difference okay Mine now, because I don't think I've been on to say it in a few weeks, um, and number one is now Hazuki versus Sayakamitani. That's probably finishing as my match of the year for for the year. Uh, Number two is Julia versus Hazuki. And number three, it's kind of a battle, um, because I think Mirai versus Suzu would slot in there, but also Azumi versus Suri could just as easily slot in. So they're kind of tied for third almost. Um my top three and i could see maybe this weekend that getting unsettled with with some of the shows this weekend yeah. but for now that is the top three i assume yours didn't change for for what came the next day and mine didn't either because uh, not everything is up anyway uh yeah no uh i did really like the toss i giant side match obviously but it didn't hit my top three all right fair enough um so speaking of that show this was on september 4th uh, this is in the hiroshima prefectural Hiroshima Industrial Hall. They had to get Hiroshima in there twice. Um, <laughs> this had 608 fans, which Stardom labeled as an overcrowded, so it's basically a super no vacancy. Um, saying this on Twitter, this has to be the first GP ever where every show bar the first two days has been labeled as a sellout, because I'm pretty sure they've sold out every building from day three and onwards. the first And the first two days were like High capacity buildings, yeah, yeah. I mean, Oto Ward, they were never going to sell out Oto Ward, but uh, they, yeah. they sold like 1500 tickets to each show or something, so they're doing fine. Um, I, I think the strength that Stardom has had during the GP is incredible because if I'm correct, then they, they have sold out or at least labeled every show as a sellout since day three, which is pretty crazy. It's day 12 now, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to keep going as well, like they're, they're going to keep selling them out i'd imagine because they've got a lot of big matches still what's to go. a what's a sellout in yokohama i don't know, I th- I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit yokohama Budokan has only been ran in COVID, so i don't think we even know what the max setup is for that in in wrestling which is crazy um but i assume if they got like 15 that might be a sellout yeah it says 3000 is the technical sellout for the martial arts stuff which i mean mm-hmm. it Martial arts usually has the longer, like the bigger mats, so it will probably be more than it'll probably be like thirty-three right. um, hundred is a true sellout. And you know. Is that you know where Yokohama is? Is that currently limited by COVID measures? We I, I have know. no idea. Okay, all right. Y- Yokohama is is just south of Tokyo, so I imagine it's kind of similar to right. Tokyo. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure though. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see because usually when there's a COVID limit they'll they'll mention it in the report so um, we'll know a bit more next week. But uh, that's that that was just kind of something that came to mind this weekend was just seeing how many shows they've labeled as a sellout or better. It's it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, yeah. And this show isn't fully up yet. I know what you're thinking. It's a Wednesday. How isn't it all up? I don't know either. Um, there's only. I think three GP matches. Sonny, Sonny was too busy wa- watching the whole AEW thing unfold. Oh, yeah. And since he's the only person who fucking does this, <laughs> that means that we don't get shows. No, he definitely is on the, the Meltzer boards, like, refreshing. Oh, yeah. To see the news. I mean, dude, he, like, 
I, I always like make jokes that I have like Intel. The Intel is just one of my friends that goes on the Meltzer boards at, like once every couple weeks and is like, oh, Sonny posted something again. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's how I get my info about, about Stardom. Incredible. Since I'm blocked on Twitter. <laughs> Incredible, honestly. He's uh, he's such a shit poster. Uh, I almost yeah, respect that. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. you got to respect it. The opener of this show was Momokogo beating Saki Kashima in five and a half minutes with La Mahistral. Um, Momokogo goes up to two points in the Red Stars block, and Saki mm. Kashima is on six. So you watch this. <laughs> this was okay. this started off very funny. I quite enjoyed it with uh, Saki being like, "Look, if you take my photo book, you know, I will let you win. Like, you can have the two points." And uh, Kogo was like, "Hell yeah, I will take your photo book because Saki Kashima has been bringing the photo book with her to the ring to show off." Ever yeah. since it was released, I mean, Momo, amazing. Momo was a uh, Momo was soy facing. She's like, look at look at the look at the book. It's so cool. Look at the book. And I was just laughing. Momo is like a great second because she just like is so theatrical and like her body language is so like aggressive as a heel. Um, that it's like even at the end of the match when she got rolled up, like she had her hands on her head the entire time. The yeah. entire time that they were exiting, she was like, oh my god, no way! And, like, I'm just like, dude, like, she has stayed in that for, like, three minutes straight. And I was like, you know what, Momo? You're, you're a good second. You're a good second. But go on about the, the bit. Alright, yeah. But, um, so Saki is like, look, I'm gonna take a nap, and you can pin me. One, two, three. That's fine. Um, but she was lying, Dylan. She was lying. And Ooh. she tried to roll up Momo Kogo. And, uh, it was that was the that was the highlight of the match <laughs> because after that it was yeah. just Saki doing heel things until she got rolled up. I think I think Momo started like kind of like bringing things back near the end. Like mm-hmm. I, like she she got a little bit of a little little bit of speedy Saki in there, uh, but it it wasn't like anything like super enticing. And then obviously the finish was cool because Komomo actually won a match. I'm very happy for her. So she left with two points and the Saki photo book. She looks so happy. Um, she is a Saki mark. Uh, she, I don't know. I don't know if everybody knows. She is like, she's like us where it's like, man, 2019 stars was so cool. And like, that's like her entire personality. (laughs) Um, so like, that's why she like loves Tam and loves Saki, but she's very loyal to stars is because she's like, y'all were cool when you were here. And y'all still cool. But Stars is cooler. Like, I like, I like, I like the brand more than you. Fuck you. You know, like, that's, that's kind of like her entire bit. Nice. Uh, okay. Which is very funny. I, I appreciate it, because I'm the same way. Stars was, Stars was balling, though, to be fair. Like, Stars was balling. Yeah. It was, like, one of the greatest faction constellations, like, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think in, like, ten years, we'll probably look back and be like, oh, wow. Hanan was a world champion. Kid was a world champion. Harisa Oshiki was a once-in-a-generational talent. Mayu's one of the greatest, jo- probably will go down as, you know, top two greatest Joshi wrestlers of all time, no matter how long she goes. Like, Tam had her stuff. Uh, Saki was, like, became, like, a great comedy wrestler and was just, like, overall really fun. Like, the stars will go down, especially 2019 stars will go down as, like, I mean, Sai is the workhorse. Like, it'll go down as one of the greatest, uh, you know, Joshi factions of all time. Possibly. I mean, you know, how many how many factions have launched that many careers? Um maybe 
Yeah. Pokemon Toe. Maybe. But even then, I mean, like, that's... Like, the main ones are bull... I mean, like, if we go back into the 80s, I guess... Uh, that's a different... Would you say that's a different launch pack? dump? Yeah, it's Gokuman... That's, that's Gokuman Toe launched uh, Jungle Duck and, and Bull, really. Yeah. yeah. I guess Kyoko, in a way. Kinda. Yeah. I don't know, though. Kinda, so it's, a conver- it's an interesting... Kind of set Akira Hokuto back a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, but listen. Akira Hokuto was fine, eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that is, a, that is a conversation for another day, I think. Um... Stars was great. Maybe is I, th- I think Momokogo being such a big Stars fan is why she auditioned to play Mayu in the movie. Yeah. I don't think we've brought that up at all. Uh, I believe she's losing yeah. vote though. It's her and Yuri. Yeah, I think Yuri's winning. And somebody else. As far as I'm aware, Yuri is leading that, the vote. I I I adore Yuri. Does not make sense as 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 Mayu whatsoever. Like she, I'm I'm like not not describing her her uh her acting skills, but. She like I don't know. Momokogo has that like naturally just awkward, a bit where it's like Yuri just feels like so put together. And I get it's acting, so it doesn't really matter. But I think Momokogo would be perfect to play Mayu. <laughs> uh, most people have thought that for a while. They were like, "Oh, she should just like play Mayu. That's why she's with Stars." But um, it doesn't look like the the people agree because uh, last I checked, Ring, Ring over like Yuri. Over, yeah, the Ring announcers are always over. I mean, Siri Nambo was yeah. like. At one point, one of the she's top like, ten women's wrestlers in the world on cage match. Yeah, she she is. I'm pretty sure she's like top twenty five still. I guess she might be like nineteen or something. I don't know for sure, but she's up there. Yeah, people people love their ring announcers. It's uh, it's very fun. Which is valid. Yeah, I mean, listen, they are an important part of the show. Marvelous would not yeah. be the same without the woman who just like gives up halfway through and starts yelling. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, dude. I know we're getting completely off topic, but fucking uh, FMW, my, one of my favorite announcers of all time. I didn't know that was the guy who took over and killed himself. Yeah. Um, he was like one of the greatest announcers of all time. Also, I love wrestling so much. My friends know that. I got to be their ring announcer for their uh, show, their music show. Nice. I, I did like the whole ring announcement. It was really fun. Right. So yeah, uh, give announcers respect. It's hard. I lost my voice. It was It was really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alright, so I've just checked, okay? Top 100 female workers of all time, according to Cage Match, alright? Number one, Ayu Utani. Number two, Manama Toyota. Terrible choices off the bat. Number three, Aguari Yokota. <laughs> Number four, Akira Hokuto. Number five, Miko Satamura. Number six, Sayuri Nanda. <laughs> Number seven, Megumi Kudo. <laughs> <laughs> So fucked! Oh my god! <laughs> and it gets better. It's so it gets it's better because number eight is Io Io Shirai, and then number nine is Shinobu Kandori. So um. Oh my god! Kandori and Kudo. Uh, both of our both of our faves just getting absolutely demolished here. Yeah, Kandori and Kudo have nothing on on Sayori Nanba. So um, and Chikusa Nagai was like way back. She's fourteen. She isn't even half as good as as Sayori. So you know. That's insane. Goose in the mud. Yeah, Takumi being above Chikusa is insane. As much as I love Takumi. That's I... weird. <laughs> that is, yeah. That is so weird. Um, I don't know. Chikusa is, is a living Recently legend. Chikusa is a living legend. Uh, she's going over to America, so if you are if you can, like, go see her, because she's, she's great. She's so humble. Um, so, you know, go meet yeah, her. She, she beat the shit out of that, out of that trainee that nobody can decide whether it's a work or not. Uh, 
to this day. Come like on, 15 that, years that whole later. thing was worked. There's no way. 15, that was like 20 There's years. literally no way that hasn't worked, but, you know, it's... it's I mean, it, it's, it's worked, like, that's the thing, is that it's like, it was worked, because I know that's not how they just do it, but I watched the document, they fucked that chick up. Like they like they made an example out of her. I don't think they did that to everybody, but they fucked that that girl up like bad. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she was there at Kami Teresu, where they were like, "We're, yeah, we're stuck no, with you, hate you." I think that's exactly it. We're gonna injure you and hope that you retire because that was that was. I think I think that's me. more it than like, oh, this is just how the thing is ran. Yeah. It's like they had an Akemi. Uh I feel like probably every company had an Akemi at some point. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, Josie was wild. Like, that's this stuff is crazy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to stardom. Uh, the next match was a Red Stars block match. Uh, Saya Kamatani beats Saya in just over eight minutes with a Firebird Splash. Uh, Saya Kamatani goes up to 12 points with that win, and Saya is on two. Um, watching this brought me back to Tag League yeah. with Saya Saya Tag. Yeah. And um, I remember I knew Saya Kamatani was going to be the star when they let her in Andras. Do you remember that in the tag mm-hmm. league? Yeah. And that was when I was like, oh, so Saya Kamatani is the one because she's, she's been around for two months and just pinned Andras, whereas Ida is still getting like, shit kicked out of her. I'm pretty sure Andras was like artist champion at that point yeah. still. Like she was yeah. like, she pinned the title holder. So you, like you knew Saya was going to be the star in that tag league yeah. where she teamed with Ida. And now you fast forward all this time and like Kamatani is one of the Ida's biggest stars in stardom, the white belt champion. And Ida is kind of had her entire kind of momentum set back by that year long injury. So it's, it's uh watching. This was really weird kind of going back to when I saw them yeah. team together as rookies. And here they are. Drunken master. Yeah. The drunken master era. That was the oh, best man. shit ever. Oh my god. Natsu Natsu just gets one of the trainees drunk and she just starts beating her ass. So mm-hmm. good. That's so great. Good. Um Yeah, I mean like I know that this happens like pretty frequently depending on like the matchup, but this is one of those matches that's like if if you've been watching for like a year or so, it, it's a good match. But for like people who have been watching since Ida debuted and since Sai debuted and since they teamed together and since they you know fell apart and since they had the feud with them and Micah, if you've been if you watch through all of that and you watch this match, it feels very like it has a lot of weight to it, mm-hmm. right? I, I I was I think was, I was also texting widescreen about this was that it's like this is the one time that like a a lore tweet I'm like 100 into you know what I mean? Because they both they both tweeted that it's like it's been a while. Um, but this means a lot to me. They both said that basically, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, this means a lot to me too. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could tell. Yeah, that. I thought it was really good because they really brought it. Like you could tell that they cared. Yeah. Um, and it was a good clash of styles. I mean, Saida is the power one, and then Kamatani is the the agile one, and that's always going to be a, an easy dynamic to play off. Um, but they they do so, work uh, very well together. Yeah, they have great chemistry, and Talsaya was obviously very willing to give Ida some a lot of shine, mm-hmm. right? I, I think most people on the roster do, but you could kind of tell that it's like, yeah, we we go back. Because they, they are technically same generation, I believe. Um, maybe Ida's one before her, but I think they count the same generation. So they came up together in training. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, th- those people usually have the best chemistry, and these two do. Obviously, it was really, really good. I just thought everything flowed very well. I was really, I didn't, I watched this unspoiled, so, like, a part of me was kind of hoping, like, still had that, like, that little hope that Sai would get the win. Uh, Ida, I mean, would get the win. Obviously, she didn't, but in the end, I was like, man, that was just a really good match. I'm really happy with, with what I saw. I'm, I'm going to be honest. After the match, they hugged, right? That mm-hmm. was, that was like, such a cute moment. So, like, Ida's on the ground, like, you know, after getting pinned from the Fireboot Splash, and Kamatani's standing there triumphantly, and she just walks over to her, looks at her, and says, like, I, I assume, like, you know, I forget what the exact thing she said, but she was like, thank you for the match, and Saya said, thank you for the match. And then Kamatani just, like, hugs her and, like, like rushes her and, like, hugs her into the ground. And I'm, I, I, I'm gonna be real. I almost started tearing up, but there were other people in the room, and I didn't want them to see me cry because of wrestling. <laughs> so, like that that shit that shit made me feel things, bro. It's really nice. It was it was nice. It was a really nice moment. Okay, that is that is cute. Um, I did like the 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 hug after the match. It really showed how much they were they were kind of into it. Um, yeah. What's this? Oh. Sorry, I went on Twitter to find the standings, and I've been—I've uh, kind of been interrupted because uh, Alakai Black is gone from. Oh boy! Yeah, he wants to. I—I t- I, I was told this anyway a few days ago. Like he wants to step away from wrestling for for personal issues. So I'm—I'm I'm not. Like, this isn't AW is falling apart. It's just uh, they're doing him a solid. Um, where did I put the standings? Where do they go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is terrible audio. Um, all right. Everything is falling apart, to be yes. fair. But that's that's different. I don't even like wrestling is is stupid and and horrible. Like AW will be fine. Um, every time people as as, get mad, as long as Adam Page is cool, I'm cool. Yeah. And I, every time people <laughs> get mad about like uh, backstage stuff, I'm like, listen, man, Shinobu Kandori literally shot on and retired one of the biggest stars in Japanese women's wrestling history, and nothing terrible happened. We're all okay here. Anyway, I found the standings. Yeah. I have them. It's good. Have them sorted. Uh, the next match on the show was a three-way tag. My Sakurai and Julia beat Waka Skiyama and Mina Shirakawa and the team of Rocka and Starlight Kid in eight minutes when My Sakurai pinned presumably Waka Skiyama. With, uh, oh it says a shining Julia. buster, but I have no idea. Oh, I, I imagine that's the uh, gourd buster. Oh, yes, probably. Um, again, didn't watch it don't watch non-tournament matches um match after that was a blue stars block match and this is the last match that was up uh when i was looking yeah, earlier um so this was amisori beating hazuki in 10 and a half minutes with her uh her finish her her new finish like a thunder bolt yeah yes. oh my okay. god that's that's so funny to me now what? um because the the rival school my rival high school were called the thunderbolts ah. um and we have been me, me and my friends have been talking about them a lot because of an altercation that happened there a couple years ago where there was a fight and like it was like a huge like it was like a, a race war oh damn um, cm punk had causing problems yeah huh? yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um but so like there are like videos of the fights from then and because they were the thunderbolts uh, people would put the fight videos together 
and make a video with uh, Thunderstruck oh as the music to it. So I've watched that video over and over again. So Like a Thunderbolt just makes me laugh now. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man. That is incredible. Yeah, it's, um, it's something. It's something. All right. Um, this was a good match. This was really good. Um, Hazuki has obviously been like an MVP of the tournament, really. She's, she's been incredible. Um, and I like Amisore more than most. Can you use Scott Edwards Jr.? You dare slander my woman. Uh, no, that makes it sound weird. I don't, I'm not attracted to Amisore. I just I think she's neat. Um, she's pretty. Come on now, don't be mean. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't, don't want to be. I don't want to be a pervert. <laughs> See like, now, I'm, now, I'm trying, now he's trying not, not to be weird. It's whatever you say, bud. <laughs> I just think she's neat. Um, and I thought she was good here. She has a lot of like good-looking offense that works really well with uh, somebody like Kazuki who bumps around for her. And um, yep. like her finisher is just really cool. <laughs> like that's that's all you need, really. She drops people on their head. So um, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, hopefully the the rest of the matches on the show keep up that kind of energy. But we won't know until I see them tomorrow. Yep. Um. See, let's run down the rest of the results anyway. Uh, the next match was a Blue Stars block match. Uh, Mirai beat Momo Atanabe in just over 11 or just under <laughs> 11 and a half minutes with a lariat, it seems like. She didn't even hit one of her finishers. <laughs> oh, man. Remember when Velke said, I think Momo has a chance? Yeah. Do you remember that? There has to be something. This, there has to be some sort of storyline with a way to tie. Like, there, I, there's no way that. No, I think. I think Momo just in the mud. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know. Um, I mean, there could be. Sachi, there could be. No, there could be. Momo all underperforming. Like that. That can't just. There happen. definitely could be a story, but I think Momo just in the mud. I'm. I'm gonna be 100 clear about this. You just want to annoy Valk. That's. That's really it. <laughs> it's not even about that. I. Just, I just. I just think she in the mud. <laughs> Get you are getting far too much joy out of saying that. Like no, because I like the like I love. In the mud. I yeah, I I love Momo Watanabe. I think she's great. She's a really good wrestler. Um, like I I have no ill will towards her, but like it's kind of funny. Like the the Spanner crowd are like really fun to watch suffer. Okay. I think that's where I'm at right now. Right. Even though I occasionally am in the Spanner crowd. Do you know that Spanner is like bad word to call somebody here where i'm from no yeah you, you, you're like you, you I, see, <laughs> because it is a tool and i understand that but you can in ireland be like what is wrong with you you spanner and that is that is acceptable as an insult you wrench <laughs> you tool you tool yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense yeah over here we call it tools or do you call it tool? i don't know so yeah we have you, tools. you call people a tool yeah no, but you call like somebody's a tool. You know? uh, I mean, like, you wouldn't say that. Um, that's that's a bit too posh for us now. That's a bit too British. Like we don't we don't, we don't do that shit. See, no, yeah, it's it's still said around here. Okay. Um, but no, the funny thing is, I don't call it a spanner. I call it a wrench. But everybody else calls it a spanner. And call, maybe I should just call all of Momo fans tools. Maybe that works better. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, now all the tools, the tools versus the versus the clappers. That's what. Oh my god. <laughs> You're towing the line. The at least won. one of those. At least won. one of those is an ableist slur. Like, there's no way that. <laughs> there's no way. 
<laughs> no, no, no. You no. are getting so <laughs> we can't. We can't be going down this road. We so cannot canceled. be going down this road. I'm 90% sure you are not allowed to say those things. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. Wouldn't clap. Okay, you know, I'm just. Oh, yeah, I'll stop. Uh, okay. Um, I know a tool ain't that bad. I'm, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. <laughs> then the next match was Red Stars block action. Sam Nakano beat Micah in eight and a half minutes with a violet screwdriver. Um, so that sounds pretty neat. Uh, the match after that was a Blue Stars block match. Natsupoi beat Mayu Iwatani in just under seven and a half minutes with Ayla Mahistral. And in the main event, Tiri beat Himeka in literally just under 15 minutes. This match was 10 seconds away from the time limit with a white tiger. Um, oh, no. But... I looked it up, oh, no. and it says, Tool is most certainly a slur. I'm oh, so sorry. Dylan. I'm so sorry. Oh. I am so sorry. No, no, no. No, no I am... Oh. I am so... Oh, I, I hope this is a joke. Okay, wait, it's a Reddit thread. It's a Reddit thread. It's a, it's a Reddit thread. It was downvoted. I think I'm cool. Okay. I think I'm okay. Right. But why did it say it like that? Why did it say it so certainly? <laughs> it just gave me a heart attack. I have no idea. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry to anybody that I hurt. Okay, sure. Genuinely. Right. Um, after um, night 12 of the GP, the blocks are quite interesting. And again, they're, they're kind of difficult to analyze because people have had different amounts of matches. But there's, there is some stuff to read into. Um Thanks to Scott, he tweeted this out um, yesterday at some point. Or no, earlier today, it looks like. Um, Wait, uh, did Natsupoy win her match? Yeah. It beat Maya. Because okay. I, I, I also brought that up a couple of days ago. If Natsupoy loses a single more match, she's out mm-hmm. already. Like, the second that she slips out. I'm pretty sure if Hazuki just wins another match, Natsupoy is also out. Crazy. It's crazy. Um yeah. Well, you can talk a bit more about that after the blocks. Um, so the Red Stars block is Azumi and Himeka and Micah are all tied on 10 points at the top. Uh, Utami Hayashishta, Koguma, Siri, Mai Sakurai, and Tam Nakano are just behind on 8 points. Isasera and Saki Kashima have 6. Saki has 4. And then Unagi and Momo are on the bottom with 2. So a very... Unagi has only won one match. Yeah, her fall from Grace has been incredible. Um, she's kind of basically been replaced kind of by Mai Sakurai this year. That like it's so fucked. Yeah. Um, this this block is going to go down to the wire. Like uh, Hemeka and Micah was obviously going to be a big match on the final day. They're on the exact same point total, so they're obviously going to be fighting it out to to stay alive. Uh, Koguma is still in around the top of the block as she was last year. Tammy, Siri, still in contention. Tam is around there. Um, a lot going on in the Red Stars block, and it's definitely one that's going to go down to the very last day with a lot of twists and turns. Uh, the Blue Stars block is where things get interesting. Uh, Hazuki's on 14 points. And just, I'd say yeah. two or three weeks ago, Hazuki seemed literally untouchable. We were like, everybody's gone. Hazuki is winning. Nobody can catch her. Um, but now, after day 11, or day 12, uh, Saya is just two points behind. Saya Kamatani is on 12. Um, oh, wow. Wait, Momo can't win no? the tournament. Oh, yeah. Wow. Because um, anybody with five or more losses is out, mm-hmm. I believe. Pretty much. 
damn. Um, That's crazy. Even more crazy is that Ami, Sora, and Mariah have the exact same amount of points, and they are also tied with Julia yep. on 10 points. So uh, Blue Star is getting a lot closer as time goes on, as people catch up to Hazuki match-wise. Um, her her unassailable lead is, is kind of getting caught up. Um, Mayu and Natsupoi round out the, the rest of the challengers on 8 points each. Uh, we kind of knew Mayu would be alive kind of going into the final day as she always is. She has the match with Kid. So we're going to have to keep an eye on Mayu. Uh, Momo and Kid have six points. They're tied. Ina has four. Saeeda has two. And then Suzu Suzuki is tied with Hanan on zero. So um, yeah, it's still difficult to get a full picture of what the blocks are going to look like on the last day. Things are a much clearer picture now than they used to be when Hazuki had, like, 12 points and everybody else had four, you know? Um, yeah. Really seeing a hierarchy kind of come alive here, and then, you know, we're seeing people like Ami Sore make these surprise runs, um, Rai being in contention, you know, people like Azami Wait, but... and Himeka leading their block. Ami... How many matches does Ami have left? Can't be many. Um just gone out of the page with Chad the table, which is... She has Suzu, mm-hmm. uh, Saya, Natsupoi, and Julia. Yeah, okay. Okay, alright. Yeah, she has four. She has four losable matches. Uh, but also winnable matches, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure she's gonna drop to Suzu um, at this stage, but um, that is that is kind of everything to do with the review uh there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in the gp and we're going to talk a bit more about it now as we go into the review section uh because this weekend we have a pay-per-view and a corkin so that's pretty amazing um fun, fun, fun. The, the i didn't realize this weekend was the 11th of september had you asked mm-hmm. me a few days ago i'd have been like that's weeks away <laughs> because days oh, yeah, me too. days do not work for me anymore that is not how that works but Dude, I was supposed to go back home by the step, by September 11th, and here I am. Wow. Uh, still in Chicago. So, yeah, we'll figure that... Yeah, things, <laughs> I, things just, like, come up on you, man. Tell me about it. Um, so this show, the, the first show to preview is uh, this weekend. It's on September the 11th. It's at the Yokohama Budokan. Uh, this is going to be on pay-per-view. Uh, for those of you who have Japanese TV... It is uh, BS241, I think, is carrying it. It's not Samurai. And if you don't have Japanese TV by now and you're a Stardom fan, what are you doing? <laughs> you will save yourself money. Hey, don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like that. It's too lazy, though. Like, that's fair. But other people, if you're paying for the pay-per-views and watching them, um, chances are things would be cheaper for you to just get a Japanese TV package because... Just pay them monthly, and there's different deals and different rates. And if there's two pay per views in a month, then you're fine. I don't know if they have Sumo. I haven't really looked, but I'm sure they do. I actually just get it. Yeah. But um, definitely at this stage, if you're a Stardom fan and you're still buying these pay per views, just get yourself a Japanese TV thing. You're... Why do you hate yourself? Like, you're going to save money in the long term because Stardom's bulking up on the pay per views, but. um. You know, if you want to, you know, give money to Bushiro, then that's your thing. Um, 
So the card for this uh, this this show this weekend. Uh, there's a pre-show battle royal. It's Saida, Momokogo, Micah, Mai Sakurai, Lady C, uh, Hina, Roka, and Rina in the battle royal. So that is um is pretty skippable. It'd be a tr- it'd be a true tragedy if Micah didn't win. Probably won't because that's a bit too obvious. But you know we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I was I was making another really bad joke. My bad. Um, no, I uh, probably my Sakurai. Like I, I, just, I, just, I don't know why, but I see my Sakurai probably winning this. Like just out of nowhere. Really could be anyone. Because battle royals are nonsensical. Yeah. Um, opening match of the actual show then is uh, Siri and Tomoka Inaba of God's Eye versus Mina Shirakawa and Waka Skiyama of the Cosmic Angels. So. Sorry, Disco. Yeah, so this is going to be a good. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good indicator of what Inaba is like in God's Eye. Uh, her and Siri is probably the tag league team, so we're going to see what they're like. And uh, if I'm starting, I probably have Inaba pin Waka just to get her off to a start. But if they want to have Siri get the win, then so be it. It should be Inaba, though. Yes, yes, it should. Um, the next match on the show, then. One of the matches I've had earmarked since this tournament was announced, since the schedule came out. Suzu Suzuki versus Saya Kamatani in a Blue Stars block match. Uh, Suzu is winning because uh, Saya is on 12 points, and they probably need to slow her down a little bit. And uh, Suzu also needs to start winning. So um, uh, Saya probably dropping here, because she's 6-1, and one, so she she has room to start losing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think this is a Suzu get. I think I've predicted a Suzu get for this match like all along. Mm-hmm. I have, so yeah, that's that's fun. And also, uh, depending on how far away the uh, Kyrie schedule is, I think that would be a fun little defense if they have time for it. Um, I doubt it, but I have a slight, I have that. a slight feeling that we might see Kyrie here after this match because. Mm. I could that would that. make a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah. Imagine a Kyrie and Suzu team. Oh or even my just, God. A, just Kyrie and Suzu like, interacting at all. That would be incredible, honestly. That'd be dope. Um, the next match on the show is another Blue Stars block match. It is Mayu Utani versus Julia. Um, I would probably lean towards Mayu going 5 and 3. As opposed to Julia, well, then they'd both be five and three, so you keep them about equal there. And I'm not sure if Mayu has ever beat Julia, so good time to give her that first win. Yeah. Who won their Who won their GP match last year? Was it not Mayu? I have no idea, honestly. I cannot remember because I know they had the draw earlier this year that everybody loved and they, we they... didn't. <laughs> And then they, they didn't they draw out for the Hannah Memorial? Match? Yes, yeah. Um, let's see. Julia. Julia Gulia? Julia Gulia. Um so Mayu won last year. Um Yeah, I thought yeah, so. So you probably have her win again. Um Yeah, 'cause cause Mayu Mayu beat Julia then lost to Momo. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was the other way around. It was the other way around. Yeah, I remember yeah, I remember she. Yeah, because she loses first night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she lost to Mama and then won Julia. That's an interesting thing is that Julia has never beaten Mayu, so you can probably keep that going because uh, they've had three draws. I want to say. Um, 
The Vela, yeah, they've had three as far as I'm aware. Um, and then Mayu has won the other match. So I would keep it going here and have Mayu beat Julio. Um, next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Unagi Sayaka versus Risa Sara. Um, so just looking at it, Risa Sara is on six points and Unagi is on two. Um, I'd have to give it to Risa Sara. I can't really see her coming in and losing to Unagi. As funny as that would be. Uh, I mean, I have Risa Sara being like big contender, if not finalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think she needs to pick up pick up the wins, even though she only has two losses. Uh, and she has a lot of matches to go. I I hate to say it, but I don't think Unagi's getting any more points anytime soon. Um, because what is that next match? That's her against Micah. Is that Micah? Mm-hmm. Micah? She could beat Micah. Got a weird relationship, those two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, st- still, yeah. I mean, uh, Unagi probably wins that one, mm-hmm. but I don't think she gets the points here. That's fair. Um, the next match is Red Stars block action. It is Meka versus Saki. Um, you probably have Saki win just to kind of keep her at an even keel. Meka's on a losing streak. I think she's lost the last three. Possibly. Uh, so I don't know if you if you keep that going, but at the same time I feel like that happens to her every every year, mm-hmm. uh, where like she's like goes on tears and then she loses in a row and then she goes on tears like there's no in between. Uh, she also she's also at nine matches, so this is going to be her tenth match. She's only going to have two more, so mm-hmm. she's getting to where she's going to be. Yeah, I I think Kameko wins this. I'm gonna be honest. Think- Saki has room. Saki has room to win. Mm-hmm. I suppose. I, I feel like Hameka doesn't. I don't know. Even though Hameka had her time, ta- Hameka had her time at the top of the ladder. I'm sure she could yeah. drop. Let's some. see. Saki, Saki still know. has to wrestle Mai, which she could win. Saki, Momo. Yeah, yeah. There's about six points there for Saki to pick up. So yeah, I, I would go with Hameka. So, um, the next match then is Red Stars block match. It is Azumi versus Utami Harshishta. Uh, I have Utami winning just to keep Azami kind of in with the pack because she's five and two, so she she can afford to drop here, and Utami would go up to five and two as well. So I imagine they keep things very close at the red block if if that's kind of how things are now. I might want to just keep everybody somewhat even. You know what's bizarre, and I I I'm gonna I know this year I've I've tried not to be too much like the Azumi fanboy of like the tournament where it's like no she has to win every point but it's weird because i don't know if i prefer azumi being like a consistent strong or if i prefer her getting her like her upsets like her really like defining upsets right because like she is at the top of the leaderboard but she didn't win her key match against shuri she's probably not going to win this key match against utami uh she's susceptible to a loss against koguma uh, in my opinion, I, I think that's that's another one where she's gonna drop, and like I feel like it's so such an odd parallel where it's like I want, and again, this is me going to a fanboy for like a, just a minute. That's like I want her to like draw out in this, or like because I don't think she's gonna win it. Uh, that's not usually how they do things in this sort of situation. But I wanted them to draw out initially. This is a big card. I doubt they'll be able to, but. 
I'm kind of like questioning if it's like, oh, well, she's going to be like top four on the leaderboard as of right now still. But she's going to lose her key matches. And I think that's a really interesting thing about tournaments. Uh, that's completely not important to anybody except for me. Unless it is. If it is, then cool. But yeah, I think Utami wins here. But it is interesting that like all I've ever wanted was Izumi to get like a lot of points. And now she's got a lot, a lot of points. And I'm just like, but she didn't beat Utami. But she didn't beat Shuri. I, I can't have I can't have nice things. Like I'm I'm setting myself up for failure. Therapy session over. I think Utami wins. Alright. Uh the next match is an artist of stardom championship match. It is Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Momo Anabe versus Koguma, Hazuki, and Hanan of Stars. So we finally got that stars challenge. Um, I'm really excited for this one because the possibility of Hazuki and Momo committing violence again is beautiful. And also Starlight Kid and Koguma should do high speed shit because that is that is very good. So And of every member of the roster, I'd say Hanan could theoretically pin Saki. It probably won't happen. Yeah. But I like that kind of that kernel of like, well, this is kind of like how the artist belts were kind of made was like with like the one hanging member at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, until Kozen and, and uh, Mahimipoi, it was always like, okay, two great wrestlers not going to get pinned for these belts, one who's hanging. And this fits that dem- that description as well. You know what I mean? So I could kind of see an FWC win. I don't think it will happen. But I like that that kind of like, that doubt is is viable in my head. Um, I hope it's a good match. I, I think that FWC... It is funny that they said we will never have another championship match with FWC and Black Desire, and here we are. It's just a different belt, but yeah, I'm excited for this one. I think I think Oedetai wins, but I could definitely see like a a little bit of hope for the for the stars tangent content. I forget what word I was trying to go for. I'm sorry. Let's see stars taking the belts because I don't know if you have Hanan holding a title when she drops to Ami. No. I, I mean, it's it's a future belt. Like you could do that. Yeah, pretty but, easy. I don't know. Then you'd have to give God's Eye a challenge, and I don't really want any more God's Eye title matches. So let's not do that. <laughs> have, they haven't. They haven't even had a, a three on three. Haven't. But I'm challenge. sick and tired of Mariah and Ami challenging for these tag belts. But so. Iniba, 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 Iniba could Inaba. be in that. In that They're trio. not that cool. They wouldn't do that. But I mean, if if okay, this is all theoretical with Hanan winning the championship, her and Inaba would pair off, 100%. No, maybe. And then maybe, like, Azuki could beat Inaba. Okay. Like, I, that, Inaba is such a vital part of this <laughs> yes. team now. Yes, she like, is. She is about to save us from so many things, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, um, you need pin ears, you know, the world needs them. Um, yeah, I suppose that is, uh, is an interesting one. We'll have to see how that goes. I could see it I'm leaning towards a way to tie, but I can see where you're coming yeah. from with stars. So let's just uh, let's hope. Plus, it's all about optics for for Rossi and Bushiroad. I think the optic of Hanan uh, being a double champion for like three weeks would be really cool. Um, Definitely, and a great way to like start her. Uh, you know, because because you know how they are, they kind of like to start pushing them after they turn eighteen, mm-hmm. uh, at least a little bit. So, like, that optic of, like, oh, two months after she turns 18, she's a double champion, even though she'll probably lose them both pretty swiftly. Uh, I think that would work. So. All right. 
but yeah, I, I think I think Oedotai wins, but I feel like there's a lot of a lot of things to be said about the Stars team. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. You've um you've talked me into it, and I'm I'm here for it. Uh, the main event then of the show, uh, presumably, is a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. It is Tam Nakano and Natsupoi defending against Mirai and Ami Sore. Um, so we have. Do you think? <laughs> do you think Tam and Poi? I forgot this match was happening. Do you think Tam and Poi have a, a song? This show because they've talked about being the Not beauty yet. pair. I think they're busy. I don't know. They've been busy. They've talked about being the beauty pair. If they do. If they do, then like good for them. Yeah. But like, yeah. that's that's basically what they want to do. They want to make music as a team. That's what Nats Play was saying in that yeah. interview. So maybe debut it here. You're hanging on to the hope. You're hanging on to that hope. Yeah. Like I think so too. But you're like you're like getting you're getting giddy I just about don't it. Don't see why uh, you would mention it if you don't have a song. Thirty minute draw. Oh God, please no. <laughs> um, no, I, I imagine Tom is gonna pin one of them. So. Tam over Ami works. Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. Because um, I, I mean, you're you're gonna push Tam and Natsupoi. Um, that's why you give them these belts is to make them look yeah. good. Um, so you have them beat Mariah and Ami. Um, honestly, I'm kind of interested in this because Mariah and Ami were really good in their last tag match after being bad for most of them. So maybe they finally figured yeah, but that was it out. Because Umasaki was around. They had another uh, another Kyoko Natsupoi can do that. Um, Natsupoi can they have, square off with Ami. They have good matches. They have good matches with wrestlers from Diana and Diana. <laughs> okay. Well, Cause remember, like remember when Ami just like just destroyed Natsumi and it was like really good. Yes. Like just like she just obliterated her and I was like that was really fun. I think I think there's fair, something to that. Ami also obliterated Rina and it was great. So. That's you know? true. Um, I I I think Natsupoi could be the glue there though, because she'd work really well with both of them. And uh, Tam might force Mariah to to have emotions, so that could be cool. You know, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of cautiously optimistic because I know I'm really down on Mariah. So and Ami. so what you're what you're telling me, what you're telling me is that this won't be the second tragedy to happen on 9/11. That's what you're saying right now. This will I, not be. I can't believe you brought that back. <laughs> You somehow survived the first time you said it. You're gonna bring it back. I've told all my friends about that joke, and they all laugh. So, like, I, I think it's funny. Okay. I mean, I, I also think it's, it's a very American yeah. joke. Like, if you said that, it would be very bad. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be able to get away with that. But yeah, no. Yeah. But you know, as a as a red blooded American, nine <laughs> eleven has more than one. <laughs> Like in the in the in the in the fucking Cody, like the Cody, like. <laughs> oh man, that's so bad. That's so bad. I'm on thin ice. I'm on real thin ice Why at this point. We have, we have finally got a listenership. We have we have fans, and you're out here trying to get cancelled. I can't. Yeah, I can't do this. Really I can't do this, Dylan. I need clout. You cannot. You cannot have this happen to me. Please. All right. The second stardom show. Yeah, just preview uh, stop before I say something else. Let's just move it's on. on the twelfth of September. This is at Cork and Hall. Uh, so again, maybe we're gonna have another 
great stardom number at Corkin. Um, this show has an opening match. It says six-person tag, but there are only four people in it. It is Lady C and Hina versus Rina and Fukigen Death. So that is that is our undercard match. Maybe this was meant to be a six-woman um, tag with, with Miu, but since she's kind of disappeared. She's no showing again. Yeah. I wonder what the hell is happening there. I imagine death over either of them, since yes. she has a title match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so Fukigen, Fukigen getting the win. Uh, then we're into GP action from there on out. Uh, the the first blue the first match is a Blue Stars block match. It is Mina Shirakawa versus Ami Sore. Um We've obviously Mina getting the win with a glamorous collection Mina or something like that. Uh, I think that would be cool. I think that would work. Uh, I think I. Oh no, I had I had Mina over Mirai. Uh, oh. I don't know if that's still gonna happen. Maybe not. Um, which does happen pretty soon that match, but. Yeah, I mean, I think Mina could win this. I think she could definitely use the points. Um, definitely. Why not? All right. Uh, the next match is a Blue Stars block match. It is Natsupoi versus Hanan. Um, probably Natsupoi winning. That's how they do it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, um, we're not, we're still not sure if Hanan is getting any points. But if it is, it's not against. It's over. Either. Yeah, it's not against Natsupoi. Um, she's a bit too high up. If if it is, then Natsupoi's out. No. Hanan could uh set up her. Mm-hmm. Her senpai for the win, taking somebody out near the that bottom. That would be very good, but I don't think they have Natsupoi out of contention no, just yet. No. What's her match on the last day, actually? Uh, Mina. Hmm, okay. Hey, you thought that was going to be Mina turning <laughs> or something. Yeah, I did, actually. So I thought there was going to be some type of turmoil, but now I've realized that Kozen is just like, it doesn't matter. Like I like, like that's the great thing about the five star. Like nothing matters. Pretty much. Um, so Natsupoi goes up to to ten with a win here. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Yeah. All right. Uh, the match after that is Blue Stars block match. It is Suzuki versus Saya Ida. So uh, I think we're getting an Ida Bashi here. Yeah, I mean this is like the big match. Uh, like I said, Suzuki wins this, and like half the field basically gets eliminated mm-hmm. or is like you know on death's door so i think ida does win here uh that'll be cool for like you know uh, a moonchild believer such as myself oh yeah yeah and yeah i would love it ida could actually i would love it if ida won with the brain buster because she hasn't hit it this tournament but she's gone for it a couple times that would be a good one actually yeah that maybe they do that instead of an ida bashi keep an eye out for that uh, the next match yep. is a Blue Stars block match. This is another amazing match. It is Mayu Watani versus Suzu Suzuki. Um, so Suzu probably wins? I don't really know, because Mayu is on eight points. Um, I feel like Suzu's got to take Yeah, this. you can't... Like, if you have Suzu lose again, she has to basically beat everyone. So um, you're probably not going to do that. Be, yeah. Um, so yeah, Suzu wins, goes up to four points, presumably. Yeah, yeah, I would say All so. All right. I mean, yeah, Suzu's, Suzu's in, in rough shape. She can't. Yeah, after going 0-3, she kind of has to pick it up. Um, 
All right, so then we're into Red Star's block action. It is Saki Kashima versus Saki. So, um, yeah, Saki from Colors is probably winning there. Yeah. Um, I imagine they do a bit. <laughs> Maybe. That would be pretty fun. Like, hey, your name's my name, too. That reminds me of the song from the Recess movie. Yeah. Uh, the the Kenny Omega Brian Danielson bit, yeah. No, I, I thought it was a recess movie. What? Oh, oh, we're talking about different. Yeah, movies. no, I'm. What Kenny Omega? I'm talking about John Jacob. Yeah, yeah, John that's Jacob the one. That, I, I know that from Recess. Yeah. Not... Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson did like an entire bit, like in a PWG show, for like ten minutes, just singing that song against okay. each other. That's their only singles match. That sounds terrible. Why would Until... you do that? Recently, I think. Um, all right, okay. Maybe it wasn't ten minutes. Ten minutes is a bit of an exaggeration, but yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, then they they did a thumb war in the middle of the ring. PG was shit. I can't it? believe you like, know what? nothing like, about what? this. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I didn't I didn't do PWG. Um, I'm a big PWG guy. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, anyway, <laughs> the next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Azumi versus Risa Sarah. Um, very up in the air on this one. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if Azumi um, loses again, but... She definitely can. She can, but does she? That's the question. I, I think I think she does. I think Risa Sarah takes us. Because um, they do kind of need a nerf Azumi, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Okay, so... Risa Sarah going over there. Um, the next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Tam Nakano versus Unagi Sayaka. They had Unagi beat Tam last year, didn't they, on like day one or two? Um, they did, I believe. So I don't know if you'd do that again, because it would be a little bit predictable. So uh, maybe Tam... And also, I feel like right now with the way that the factions are... uh faction leaders kind of need wins over their uh, underlings, because I don't know, I think that just makes sense in the way that the, the thing is but then again, nothing matters, so uh, who knows, but I do think Tam wins this. Yeah, yeah, no, I would I would have Tam as well, because um, she, does she need points? That is a good question, it is some, some pages have the points and some pages don't, and then you're flicking back and forth. Correct. Tam would go to five and two with that win. And she'd go to ten. I think she has a few big matches left anyway. She still has to face Siri um, and Risa Sarah and Saki. So she, she can drop points and she probably will drop points. Um, yeah, probably not here. So yeah. Wait, did she, did she wrestle Utami yet? She didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she she has some losses on her way. Uh, <laughs> I think she'll take this one. Yes, definitely. All right. Um, that that doesn't show on it. I don't know. The dates are kind of weird on some of these. All right. Um, yeah. So Tam winning there. Uh, the next match is a Red Stars block match. It is Siri versus Momo Kogo. Um, Siri should win. I think she's on what eight points now. Um, yeah, Siri's actually lost like quite a bit. I think she's lost all of her matches that she will yeah, lose. Yeah, she's four and maybe. four, so you probably have her win, yeah. win out. Pretty much the rest of her matches. Yeah. All right. Maybe except for the one against Teresa Sarah, but 
That's the last day. Yeah. Well, she. Would she Damn. be Tom? Yeah, she'll, she'll be Tom. So the highest she can get up to is 16. And she's probably going to drop one more. Yeah. So she's going to hit four. She's going to sit at 14. Mm-hmm. She's going to hit where Hazuki is sitting currently. <laughs> yeah. As world champion, if I mean me personally, I wouldn't take that. But <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> that's that's something else. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna have Sherry win there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next match is Red Stars block action. This is our main event. It is Tami Hashishta versus Mai Sakurai. Um, you Dude. know what I'm gonna say. You, you know where no. I'm going with this. I know where you're going, and I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I feel like it has to happen. Utami would be 5-2. and She'd be uh, just a little bit too strong. So, you know, maybe maybe you have her uh, lose here. She's probably going to beat Tam, right? At at Takadanababa to to slow Tam down. She's probably in Azumi. And she only has, like, Saki, Kashima, and stuff left, so... And Kogubo. Yeah. yeah. Like I would I would say my wins here. She only Utami's only dropped two. Damn. Maybe Azumi beats Utami. Um I don't know. Because like even even looking at this like in the theoretical that oh my Sakura is taking Tekla's points, I still don't see Tekla beating Utami in this situation. Oh, why not? I don't know. It just doesn't Korakin. feel like you're gonna that. do something big, and you know, big as my Sakurai beating Utami. Nah. All right. Okay. If you if you think so, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think I see Azumi over Utami before my Sakurai over Utami. Right. Though that is just me with like heaps of yes. copium, because I don't want to see that reality. Honestly. Okay, that's fair. Well. That is that show. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. Um, we'll probably not be able to review very much because it's on a Monday and we record on a Wednesday, so I doubt most of it will be up. But we will do our best to to see what we can see. Um, Damn! So wait, so the that's the Sunday. Oh, fuck. yeah, the yeah, pay per view is Sunday weird. and Stardom's Cork is Monday. It's kind of weird. Um, that's a bit of a pain. That is not all, though. We're just going to throw our eye towards this. Uh, Takamishinoku's oh, yeah. 30th anniversary show is also on the 12th, uh, that Monday, and there is a cool match there. It's Tomoka Inaba and Aoi from Just Tap Out versus Micah and Mirai. So uh, four different trainees of Taka, three from Just Tap Out, uh, technically, I guess, and then one from K-Dojo, even though Tomoka Inaba was also in K-Dojo. Um, but she debuted as just tap out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, three three JTO. Wait, so does so was Inaba training before Michael was? I believe so. Yeah. Wow. I, I haven't seen much about Micah being in K Dojo, so I wouldn't think so. Um, Neither have I. I. I like she was like the premier uh, trainee of yeah. JTO. Like she was the she was like the the prototype. Mm. I always called it, you know, uh, for JTO. So she's JTO through and through, but that's hot, actually. Yeah. The Inaba. Hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know what Taka does. Yeah, listen, K-Dojo imploding kind of messed everything up, but it did send Mirai to, to TJPW instead of sticking with him, so that's interesting. But yeah, uh, I assume that show is going to be on New Japan World. I don't really know. It's a Taka Taichi Mania is the brand. Oh no, Taka Taichi and SP Mania. So, uh... <laughs> they threw on yeah, all their so friends. Desperado. I think Desperado is wrestling... Um, in Kasai, isn't he? On this? Yeah. Probably. So I assume this will be on New Japan World. If it is, then it'll probably be up on certain websites very quickly. And I assume this will be a good match because, I mean, Inaba and Micah haven't squared up in a long time, so that should be fun. Um, and Aoi would maybe bring it with Mirai if they do good stuff, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, but... It's even more funny now that they put, I mean, I guess uh, Aoi Tomo. Uh, this is like their last hurrah. Maybe not last, last hurrah, but you know. Uh, yeah. Considering Inaba's kind of, you know, on her yeah, way. Well, I mean, I guess the it's God the two who are with just top out versus the two who went yeah, exactly. on to other things. So I, I get it. Um, but definitely Inaba and Mirai would have been a very cute team. Because uh, Inaba posted a photo uh, on Twitter of like Fetus Mirai <laughs> when they were training in K Dojo, and it was, it was, it was very cute. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Inaba was like, "Oh, I started training when I was 15, and Mariah was 18." And I was like, "Oh, wow, that is that is quite young." Um, that is everything that we have to look forward to this weekend. Uh, we didn't go two hours. Yay us! Oh, you know what? Yes, there is one little thing. I'm looking at the schedule, obviously. Um, Aphrodite, 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 Aphrodite. Uh, they are doing a studio show that's like a female-only um, thing. It's like a oh, it's a talk show thing, yeah. Oh. Female only talk show, right? Thing I don't know, but that looks interesting. I don't know what it is, but you know, them Aphrodite girls. It would have already happened by the time this comes out. It's happening tonight, so yeah. All right, so that's that's that. Um, we'll be back next week to uh, preview or review uh, Yokohama Budokan in full since it's a pay per view, and as I said, we'll talk about as much of the car as we can. Then there are three shows the weekend after to look at. So there's an Eddie on Arena. Uh, they're running a doubleheader at the Eddie on Osaka Arena number two. And they're also running out in Nagoya. So uh, schedule is getting a bit crazy as we head into the end of the GP. There are six shows over the next two weeks after that. From the 17th until the 25th, there are six shows. So um, these are a bit wild, uh, but we will be getting through it all. The end of the GP is in sight, guys. It is It is there. This is a marathon, not a sprint. We will all survive the tournament fatigue that is sure to set in soon. Um, yeah, I think with that, we should close the show. Yeah, yeah that Yokohama show starts at 3 a.m. Fuck, that is, that is nasty. <laughs> that is nasty. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. If today shine tomorrow, you decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So, they made two. Both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. While the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.